Working with the flaws, no, it's hard, my darling. You wonder why you're lonely and your man's not calling. You keep falling, victim cause you're insecure. And when I tell you that you're beautiful, you can't be sure. Cause he don't seem to want you back and it's got you asking. So all you see is what you lack and not what you pack. Take it from a man that loves what you got. And baby girl, you a star, don't let him tell you you're not. Now is it real? Eyebrows, fingernails, hair, is it real? If it's not, girl, you don't care. Cause what's real is something that the eyes can't see. That the hands can't touch. That them bras can't be in that shoe. Never let them see your friend. And if you need a friend to pick you up, I'll be around. And we can ride with the windows down. The music. Guess what? It's 3 a.m. It is legit 3 a.m. First of all, I took a nap. Second of all, I ain't got to work today. <laughs> I really do. I've been using my PTO days for like mental breaks. Like, that's one thing I am thankful about my job that they allow us to take off work for days like that just to like recoup. But no, I was actually listening to this song. Um, um, J. Cole, Crooked Smile. And I'm like, dang, something hit me. And he said, let me see what he said that really stuck out to me. He said, he said, what's real is something that the eyes can't see and the hands can't touch. And one thing I learned out of life was, as my favorite, is like a lot of people, a lot of people try to master outer beauty. Like a lot of people try to make sure that the outfit is nice. A lot of people... Like, I'm big on dressing nice, but one thing that I always appreciate is um, as much as you get dressed up on the outer area, put in that same weight for your heart, you know? Because I feel like a pure heart and a good heart, that will always outlast an outfit that will always outlast some pretty weave, that will always outlast, like, makeup. And I love those type of things, but... Um, I remember just being so broken and I remember dressing up my brokenness. I remember dressing so nice and up to part and all that type of stuff. And, but I was like empty in the inside. I was broken in the inside, but nobody could tell that I was lacking confidence because I wore clothes that make you think that I had confidence, but I wasn't. But one thing I remember in the season when I went through like in 2019 where I couldn't afford nice clothes. I couldn't afford to get my hair did. And I remember that whole entire season where I felt like I was losing because I was like not having those things. But really, I remember that was the season where God was actually allowing me to work within. God was allowing me to work on the inside, allowing me to take the bitterness off my heart, allowing me to remove like jealousy, hatred. Like that was the time where God was taking like my heart was going cold around that time. So instead of my heart going cold, God allowed my heart to like still be pure like still be like innocent like i'm not saying perfect because i done things of course but one thing i'm really huge on is like having a good heart like that's one thing that would never go out of style for me like if you know me it's like that's who i am and a lot of times we try to just change our outer appearance and when he said that part he said it's something that the eyes can't see and the hands can't touch and that's and that's what's in the inside of you. That's what matters. Like and that's when you're healing. And I remember I was telling somebody like a while ago, and I was like, man, the perfect way to explain healing to me, it feels like 
you're losing. It feel like, because you're looking around, the perfect way I can explain it, I remember healing like in my really, really deep broken days. And I remember like wanting to go on dates with people. I wanted to like go out and hang out. Like I wanted to actually go to the club one day. I actually wanted to just like hang out with an ex. And I'm like, and I thought it was okay because I was single. I'm like, why I can't? Like, why if I hang out with my ex, why I'm getting convicted? I'm single. I'm not dating nobody. Like, I feel like I was cheating on myself when I did things that was delaying my healing process. And I used to feel God, like, everybody else enjoying their life. Like, this is my life. I kept telling God, I'm grown. Like, why I can't do what I want to do? And it hit me earlier when I was practicing for my speech was healing, making decisions that's going to benefit you in the inside. You're actually putting deposits down for your future. So those temporary decisions we make on our outer appearance, like, oh, I'm about to just chill with him for a second, like, it's not about to hurt nothing. And next thing you know, you just delay your healing journey when you could have just ignore that big head test message and just kept going forward, even though you may feel lonely, even though you may not feel like there's no progress. But those small decisions and those small sacrifices that we make to become a better us, those are deposits to our future self. And I realized those days where I was turning down dates, like I remember like one month, I think this was like October or September. Like one month, it was like every ex I ever dated just came out of nowhere. And I was like, wait, what is going on? It was so strange. But I knew it was just like different tests like just hitting me and like trying to get me. Like I literally used to have conversation with like family members. They was like, I miss the ocean. Like they literally was telling me that. And those are just, like, it wasn't them. Those are just, like, tests that God was seeing just to see, like, would you go back? Would you risk your progress just to go back to your old ways? And I used to always, I used to tell somebody, like, man, I feel like I'm losing. And God's like, you're, like you may feel like you're losing on the outer, yeah, but in the inside, you're winning. And healing, to me, is like an invisible journey. Like, you don't know how far you came until certain situations come up. You don't know how far you became a better person until you get tested, until you're able to make a different decision than what you used to make. When you're able to not to respond back to certain messages, when you're able not to just, I feel like one a big accomplishment to me, I used to have a problem with lurking pages. Like, I, people I dated pages, that was like a really bad problem. And it was actually a problem I had for years. Like when I say years, I had it for years. It wasn't just with one person. And once I overcame that, it was like, that that's small to somebody else. But to me, that was big because when you go lurk somebody you dated page, like, you're torturing yourself. You're mentally torturing yourself. Like, when I used to do it, I used to literally feel, like, the most uncomfortable. Like, somebody was just gripping my heart each time I did it. And I had to get to the point where I made a conscious decision in my head. I said, Shanice, do you really want to keep doing this to yourself? Because at this point, it's you doing it to yourself by keep going back and looking at something that you know is mentally destroying you. But when I heard that, it's like it's something in us like that the eyes can't see, that the hands can't touch, man. That's your heart. And a lot of people, we think that, oh, I'm a good girl. What what Rihanna say? Bad girl, good girl going bad. Whatever she said, like, that's not cute. That's not nothing to brag about. That it, your heart is cold. Not like I feel like once you get to the point and you get cold-hearted like you lost 
you gave that person who hurt you or who caused you pain, family member, ex or friend, you gave that person the power and authority of your life to control you, to make you be bitter. When you know deep down, you used to be sweet. You knew deep down, it's a little girl in you that want to be sweet again, that want to be that happy, jolly person again. But pain made you have an attitude. Pain made you get a character. Like, and this coming from me. Like, I remember, like, one of the most craziest moments in my life when somebody called, like, the police on me. And I'm like, if you know me, like, that stuff mind blowing to me because it was like, it was so much pain. This is why I understand people where, because I had so much pain built up. Like, I had so much pain. I was just tired. And I really, I felt like a monster was forming in me. Like, that's how bad I got out of character to have police call on me. And I was saying in my speech, like, it was those lights. It was those red and white and blue lights. And I was like, Shanice, I'm done playing with you. I was telling the old Shanice, like, Shanice, I am done playing with you. And even though I didn't get it right at that moment, it was still in that moment I made a conscious decision that, no matter how long it take or no matter how long it took, I was going to go through the process. And it was many nights crying. It was many nights up and down. It was many nights of me thinking I was missing something. It was many nights like I didn't want to talk to friends. I just wanted to be alone. It was even days I had to call off work. It was days where I was just like, I was just tired. And I had a lot of good days as well. I can't lie and say I had a bunch of bad days. I had a lot of good days. And I had a lot of moments where God was just showing me, like, you're doing it. Like, you're healing. But when he said, it's something that the eyes can't see and the hands can't touch. And it's, don't change their heart. Like, everybody's like, oh, everybody's favorite line. They just, I'm learning that everybody don't have a heart like me. Like, they don't. Stop expecting people to have a heart like you. Because once you heal, you attract people who have a heart like you. Maybe you attracted them, them toxic people because something in you is toxic and you haven't touched on it yet. Because, like, we can point the fingers all day. I always say this. I was the queen. Like, my friend, she was just my best friend. I'm like, <laughs> my friend. I was just, she was just saying, she was like, you was the queen of victim. I was. I was the queen of victim. Like, they did it. Like, they hurt me. They dogged me out. And I had to remember, like, Shanice, like, Everything they did to me, I'm pretty sure I did it to at least one person that I dated as well. It was like a circle of people just hurting people. So don't don't change who you are, you know? And I think, like, that's one rule I forever stand on. I would never. I remember people telling me that I was too nice, I was too soft. I may be too sensitive, but I would never change me being soft. Like, because one day I want to meet a man or... Not meet a man, but <laughs> nothing. I want to um, be with a man, and I actually want to be that soft, submissive woman that I was before. Like, I don't want to be hard where he had to actually break down barriers to love me. Like, no. Like, no matter how much I've been hurt, I just had to learn how to set boundaries. I had to learn how to be careful who I let in and out of my heart. And I remember my pastor always said this, that stuck with me. He said, don't put a wall up on your heart because if you put a wall, you will block good people from getting in. But if you put a gate up, you have control on who you allow in and out your heart. And that's something I stand by. Like, my heart will forever be big. My heart will ever be good. I will always be soft. I will always be mushy. I will always be that person because that's who I am. And I never want to be the person that allowed pain to change me, even though I've been there. I always 
went to God for forgiveness, I always had to repent to God. And anytime I feel something on my heart, like even if it was jealousy, like even if it was like I'll feel myself comparison to somebody, I immediately ask God, like God, I feel my heart comparing myself to another woman. I feel on my heart that this is growing hate towards a particular person or I feel like this person I have trust issues like whatever it was was lying on my heart I immediately give it to God before I allow it to sit on my heart for too long because when you allow those things to sit on your heart too long eventually it will grow into other things and I used to get mad at myself like she why do you feel this way and the thing I learned was you can feel a type of way but it only play a part when you actually act on that behavior when you actually act out those trust issues, when you act act out on like the jealousy or whatever you had in your heart. And I get those things to God and God actually slowly work on those things and help me become better on it. But I don't even know what to title this. I just know that song, just like I would hear something and it would actually give me something to flow and I just start talking and flowing. But I can always say this podcast is my healing journey. This is my journey of things I went through and I highly suggest if you a new listener I highly suggest that you go to some of my first podcasts because you would definitely get to understand me so much better because you would actually hear the pain in my voices so no like you would actually hear the things that I went through like you would actually hear me in the hotel during the podcast when I was nearly homeless like you would actually hear me just probably just finished crying or me working a long shift and getting out of work at nighttime and I was driving, driving around because I didn't feel like going to nobody's house and I didn't have nowhere to go. And I was making a podcast in my car, like, you get to hear my journey. And that was the whole point of the podcast. My best friend, she was like, your podcast is actually different because a lot of people, yours is you telling your journey. And you, I hope that by me standing in my truth, I hope I give you the strength and the power to stand in your story. Like everybody's story is different, but we all have some type of story. And if my story helping you, just imagine who your story can help. You know, you know. But I love you guys. I say a quick prayer and I'm about to go to sleep because it's like 315. Ooh, wait. Okay, let me pray. Heavenly Father, speak through me and speak to me, not through my flesh. Jesus, I just say thank you, Lord, for everyone that's listening. First and foremost, Lord, I want to pray for the people in Texas, Lord. I pray that you just restore power. You restore water, Lord. And I just ask that you just cover the babies. You cover the homeless. You cover the men. You cover the women. You cover everyone, Lord, who need assistance right now, God. And I just ask that the family stay together during this season right now, God. I pray that a faith remains strong right now, Lord. And I pray they do not give up, Lord. I pray over the men who feel like... This is a hard season. They have to protect their family and provide, Lord. But I pray that you just restore and give them strength in this season, Lord. I pray for everyone that's listening, Lord, who feel like they're healing and they're not getting further in life right now. I pray that you just give them the strength and reminder, Lord, that they're on the right path, Lord. It may not feel good, but Lord, they own the right path. They're doing the right thing, God. And I just pray you you just help us to continuously to push forward and to be the best versions of ourselves, Lord. Even through the pain, even through the discomfort, Lord, we will continuously to trust in you, Lord. We continuously to ask you for guidance and peace and just continuously to fight for our relationship with you, God, and keep you first, Lord, and keep our faith strong, Lord, in this season, God. And I just ask that you just give us the strength, Lord, to keep going. I just ask that you just 
anyone who's battling with low self-esteem, Laura, who's battling with not feeling good enough, Laura, who's battling with going back and forth between their flesh and their spirit, Lord, I pray that anyone that's in our life, Lord, is distracting us and pulling us away from you, God. I ask that you remove them out of our life and you allow us to be okay when that moment do come when you separate us from those who don't belong to us, Lord. I pray for the soul ties that's connected to us that's delaying our healing process. I pray that you just disconnect and you cut all ties that's stopping us from healing lord i pray that you just set our mind free lord you remove the burdens you remove the stress you remove and i bind up anyone who thought about suicide thoughts tonight lord i bind up the thought of giving up i ask that you just give them the strength and the power lord and remind them of their power remind them of their purpose remind them who they're called to be remind them that they're valuable remind them that they're worthy lord Remind them of how precious they are, Lord. And I just pray they begin to smile, Lord. I don't pray for happiness for them. I pray for joy, Lord. I pray for real, pure joy, Lord. I pray that the tears that they cry, Lord, that you would, that you would, those tears would be planting good deeds and good seeds, Lord, that you would actually let them reap those good tears, Lord, and let them good tears turn to good days, Lord, that you would trade their tears in, Lord, for good days and happy days and peaceful days, Lord. And I just pray of the woman who's listening, Lord, who don't know what to do, what to do next, and how to get closer to you, Lord. I pray that she begin to seek you and allow you to do the rest, God. And I say thank you, Heavenly Father, for everything you have done. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.